0: Cloud Store, Cloud I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under
1: God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We'll call me to order. Roll call.
2: Mayor Westburn. Yes. Thank you.
1: Yes. Jensen. Yes. Frank. Yes.
2: Waltman. Yep.
1: Note that Beckman is absent. And we have no public forum. Um just just for the camera, I want to make sure that we thank the city workers, the police department, and city staff for all they've done during the snow. They've done a remarkable job. Okay, motion to consent agenda. So second. I'll I'll second. second. Phone call.
3: Walton.
1: Yes. Second. Yes. Jonathan? Yes. Frank? Yes. Okay, we have budget requests. We'll have the library board please present.
2: You're welcome to the Thank board. you. I guess this is my State of the Library address. <laughs> 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 it got a little longer than I expected, but okay. Uh, 2023 was a fantastic year at the Grove Library. We completed our recertification. Uh, and that's good for another three years. Southwest is in the top tier of the state. Supposedly, well, we do get more money from the state because of that, but I tell you it's not much. <laughs> it's mostly a matter of pride that we are one of the top libraries in the state. The board was especially decided, excited, that we have over thirteen thousand visitors. Uh, and that is more than any other, way more than any other library in the county. We missed our goal of 1,000 in December by 3, but we, since we had 1,300 in October, more than made up for it. The new meeting room is just tremendous. Each month, we have a fiction and a nonfiction book club meeting there. The library board, the board of the Black Hawk Lake Protective Association, the mayor's informational meeting, and the community club meet there also every month. There is no charge for these groups or for like, occasionally, the uh, uh, alumni committee meets there or the carnival committee or something like that. Whatever it's a meeting that is benefiting Lakeview as a whole, we do not, there's no charge for using that. It's also used regularly by a sewing group and various card clubs, and they are asked to give a donation. Any business that take, rents the meeting, like our political uh, group that rents it, or a, uh, um, and anybody or somebody in the community runs it for a big private party or somebody outside the community rents it, then they are charged for using the the two rooms. The room is is used weekly for the five children of Marsha Hawkins' story time for preschoolers and up to 15 to 20 are using it every Monday afternoon for Diane Fickert's after school program. The room was used for several large events this year. Large events. We had a puzzle showcase and swap we had, of course, had the Candidates Forum. We had the big meeting with the, about the Sauk Trail, and two lecture series, one of them, of course, featured Pulitzer Prize winner Art Cull, and the other venture Charlie Whitmap. Many individuals from outside Lakeview were at those, those uh, events, and it was a wonderful opportunity to showcase Lakeview. We credit and thank Dr. John Quinn for conceiving the lecture series idea and financing it, and he is already lining up the speakers for next year. I want to comment that at the last event, the Charlie Whitnack one, some man was admiring the photos in the hallway at the library and asked me about them, and I explained that Angie Bennett had had photographed them and that she often had photographs in the R-Iowa magazine. Well, this was another photographer who has also had photos in the R-Iowa magazine. Uh, but he hasn't had like, one of the big pages like Andrew has, but this was a perfect opportunity to showcase the, op- the talent and the businesses that we have in Lakeview, just by this person checking that out. We have a locked display case in the library, and each month it features a collection of different individuals in the community, and occasionally they come and give a talk about those uh, their collection. Uh, we've had some wonderful displays very interesting it's worth, worth walking in the library every month to see what the display is uh, recently alan kessel gave a program on his uh, photographs uh, um, and his his collection especially he emphasized uh, musicians who had been born or who lived in iowa it was really interesting we also had several author talks this year and this is the most important sentence in the whole report our library has become what it should be a vibrant community gathering place and source of information. We are asking for a 3.25 increase on in our budget, and this is all for salaries. <clears throat> we ex- realize our salaries are extremely low. I think the kids that work, school kids that work at the p- campground during the summer part time, are making it probably more than our librarians, which is not right we are gradually trying to get these increases and so we're asking for increases no other area even the book costs are going up uh, supplies are going up we just need to work on getting our salaries decent our book orders are finally moving along we, uh, we've had havoc with our budget for the last two years because we ordered books and they are backlogged but things are finally in, uh, in the system and moving along now so things should improve there we are very fortunate in our staff our head librarian is Diane Fickett. Assistant is Carol Rowe. Uh, Marsha is another assistant, and then Joyce Bateen, Marsha Hawkinson, and then Joyce Bateen fills in uh, just as needed. She doesn't really have regular hours. They work for two little ages, but they're very capable. Diane has a monthly staff meeting, so they work harmoniously. The library is very well organized and always tidy and welcoming. Since we have some newer council members, I would like to explain the library's various funds. First of all, the Colby Fund. Glenn and Ethel Colby left us a portion of their estate. It was an endowment. It was invested, and, and the intent was that the funds be used over many years for special needs of the library. These are some of the things that the Colby Funds have have uh, endo- uh, endowed and paid for. The first of all was the computerization of our cart catalog and our circulation system, landscaping, the removal of our stacks, our storage room, and then enlargement of that whole area into our children's section. And then we bought new chairs and, and shelves and so on for that area. The purchase of the Cram property next to the library, and we turned it into a parking lot. And thank goodness we had the foresight and the opportunity to purchase that property. And we met and, and we did it when it came available because it is indispensable. We have had discussions about painting that. It's going to cost maybe forty thousand, so we haven't really been ready to commit that yet. But eventually, we will probably go that direction. Especially if we get some other big gifts. Um, they also paid helped contribute toward the new foundation of the library when the floor started cracking and sinking, and of course, a big gift toward the new meeting room. We also received a state gift from Delma and Benny Jean Phillips. It was about a little or a hundred thousand. That was used for, to help pay for the new meeting room, the addition to the library. Then I want to talk about our trust and agency account, t These funds come from gifts to the library from individuals or trusts, and are totally controlled by the library board. When memorial gifts are given, they go into this fund and this account. And at the monthly bills, you will see small amounts coming out of that, because we use these memorial uh, gifts to buy books and then they are you know, pur- purchased out with this money, comes back out of TNA, and the book is marked in the library that it's a memorial gift for such and such. <clears throat> but we also receive larger gifts that go into this account, and especially at the end of the year for tax purposes. We funded a bunch of major projects this last year from TNA. The first thing was we changed <coughs> the west door to an automatic door. This cost over fourteen thousand dollars. We had six thousand plus in our TNA from Herbert and Darlene Onstad Estate, and we had a two thousand gift from Karen Weststein for the toward, I mean Karen Van Merveren toward the door. Uh, so that helped to pay for that fourteen thousand, and the rest simply came out of our general TNA funds. We also purchased um, new rolling desk chairs for the librarians' desk and for the computer stations. Uh, we have purchased two additional, two dozen additional folding chairs. We now have 88. And when our room was planned, that's what the architect figured we could have in that room was 88 seats. We can't buy any more chairs because we don't have any more storage area. All right, then we also spent over $4,000 for cameras and mics to enable us to broadcast events into overflow in the main room of the library and to put events online. We discovered at the candidates forum that we needed more mics for the panel and to pass around in the audience when they ask questions, so the friends of the library purchased eight, an additional eight table mics. We are in the process right now of purchasing a laptop for the library so the librarian doesn't have to use her personal laptop to run this system. We are also purchasing a run coffee pot and a card that it will go on because our crowds are getting large and we need to be able to move. Have a bigger coffee pot and move it from area area, and we need for a big advance and for the mayor's informational coffee. So our TNA account means we do not have to approach the library, I mean the city, when we need things at the library. This is what we use. I would like to mention the invaluable aid of Friends President Jane Knowledge and her treasurer Paul Knowledge. They handle refreshments for the special events, and then also they do the book sale in May. I would also like to mention there are all the volunteers who would assist in many ways, and all the trustees had extra duties and spend extra time on library matters. I did not put this in the report, but at the time of Rag Riot, we were swamped at the library. We had over 200 people come in there. For one thing, we had the handicapped bathrooms you in town. It would have been a problem if we wouldn't have been open at the library and we received uh, afterwards we received thank yous from people in other states and even a gift of money that went into our tna because they appreciate it so much that we have those handicapped values Uh, we invite you to drop in sometime see the individuals working on a jigsaw puzzle the revolving table in the middle of the library the individual reading a newspaper or a magazine by the west window there might even be someone reading a book in a comfortable chair in the northeast (laughs) There will probably be people in the dish and playing cards or holding a meeting. And be sure to check our website. Diane does a wonderful job of keeping it up to date. Are there any questions? Well, How much
1: what's your average year of, of visitors to the library? Just the fall apart, people I'm saying.
2: Well, this last year we had over thirteen thousand. I don't I think before that we probably oh before the room. 000, Six thousand, something like that it's quite a, quite a it's, it's quite a job yes yeah. and it's people using the room but they also then come into the main portion of the library so check things out look at things and whatever so I thought one thing I thought when I was done with this report I asked them you have any questions so they can ask if we have any problems we have two we had two problems this last year one is we've had uh, some people that we had, had to ban or they're not welcome to the library. The main problem we have had is too much success. <laughs> we have tired out our librarians and our janitors, especially with these big events. So we are trying to make some adjustments. Um, <coughs> for this last event, we, Jim Millenacker got a group together from the side to let and, and set up a chair so the librarian didn't have to do that. We have put up uh, signs in each room showing how the room should be returned to its original order to help with that. Uh, We're trying to keep the newest chairs on one side of the library and the older ones on the other side. Our black chairs look wonderful but they attract a lot of pet air and a lot of Icing (laughs) when the mayor has his (laughs) informational meeting, (laughs) and so we are uh, encouraging (laughs) people at (laughs) the informational (laughs) meeting to sit at tables so that the icing doesn't go all over the chairs. Um, (laughs) We also realize that we can control this a little bit. We have to have enough sense that we do not let them reserve the built room for two or three big events, like in six days or something, you know. It just wears them out. We can't we can't handle that much. So spread them out, spread the events out a little bit more. So that's our main problem: too much success. (laughs) Any other questions? Any questions? Um, I have a question going back to
4: your comment on paving the parking lot. Do you have any timeline or anticipation on that? we
2: just mentioned it. I mean, uh, we we would have enough funds, you know, probably to cover, but we don't just want to do that. You know, we get this Uh, in December. We got. Two two individuals gave us three hundred each, yes. and then another individual brought us in another check for 800 six. Eight hundred. Yeah. So, so you know, our TNA is continually getting gifts, and it might be that someone else will give us a large estate gift, and then we will think, well, no sweat. Then the next thing we would probably do would be to pay the pay a parking lot. You know, if we get another big gift.
4: The only comment that I make to that is make sure you talk to us because if we're doing a paving project sometimes it would be beneficial for us if we're working on one and we can coordinate for mobilization for people that would want to do some other concrete work that yes, we can definitely. maybe combine something we, we together and to
2: we would never go off and just do something like that without checking right out. i'm <laughs> just saying yeah. you know
4: if if it was in the next you know a couple of years or something i would say you know we want to make sure that if we get a, go get a quote on something and we want to include Put that
2: in it mm-hmm. exactly okay yep. we'll keep that in mind yep. and, uh, like i said we would. Uh, you know we had talked we would kind of like if our um lot could have an, another exit you know entrance one way and exit another way as it is right now, it's not possible. Maybe if we pay and things are great and a little different, we would be able to do that. So we would definitely, you told us right now that it's not possible. So we would definitely be checking with anything like that. Okay. We don't just, I mean, we have this money. We kind of control it, but we just don't go off and do it without checking with the city that it's okay. Like do the door. Or, you know, thing, major things
4: like
2: mm-hmm. that. Yep. Yeah, I'm just, you
4: yeah. know, I just think coordinating projects, sometimes we can get a little Save bit a little better. Yeah, we that can take a little bit money. Sounds
2: good. Okay. okay.
1: Anything else? Maybe we'll put that in our budget process.
2: Okay.
1: Thanks. Thanks. you have yeah. another copy of this?
2: Yes, so, I will. All right. I
1: just want to give one to Dale.
4: Well, yeah. Or if, if you don't, if you want, if you can email it to me, I have Diane's
2: place. Oh,
4: okay. Well, okay, It's on there. Oh, yes, thank I have it.
1: Thank, thank, thank you, Judy, and thank the board. You guys yeah. do marvelous
2: jobs. Awesome. Okay. Well, you know, we and are very. The reason we have this TNA too is because we have had stupendous what? board trustees, mm-hmm. and you know, for years and years and years, who have. Guarded the library and who have made it a, a place that people want to give their gifts to and things like that. No, it's it's not just this board. it goes back a long time. Yes. Though Mary and my dad both off over 30 years. <laughs> 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 okay, thank you. Right, thank you, thank you,
5: right, Hey Chris, you want to talk about the community club? I can. You want you want me to talk? Sure. I make copies for everybody. I might shorten my something talking unless you want me to read every word please I stumble a lot all right this is our advertising budget basically um, for the community club um, we're not asking for any more than we did last year, still 17500 um, With that, we pay our, sales for, our salary for the marketing coordinator. Um, listed there is everything she's doing, uh, and then we have our print advertising, our Iowa, Iowa magazine, uh, Travel Iowa Travel Guide, Western Iowa Visitor's Guide, the Denison Bulletin Summer Fun Guide, Denison Bulletin Review, uh, Fort Dodge Messenger Destination Guide, and North Central Travel Iowa Guide. is another one, uh, the North Central Travel Iowa Guide. Uh, Lakeview Resort, the Carroll Daily Times Herald, the Tri-County Special, and the Ida County Reminder. Those are all our print advertising, uh, and the prices that we generally pay for that Uh, Then our radio advertising uh, we do the sip and sample on that for the radio Uh, uh, don't think we do any stone gear content on there but uh, we do the storm lake denison and Carroll radio stations and forage online advertising we boost Facebook posts on that basically for the sip and sample. Uh, and then we, TV and cable advertising, uh, we use the Corn Belt communications channel for special events, sip and sample. I think we put some concerts on there possibly. I um, you know, we, we have the salary for the marketing coordinator on there. We also have that same salary for our event coordinator, which, you know, Sip Sample, Stone Pier Concert Series, all the events that we do, uh, and, uh, the Halloween trail on Main Street, uh, Candyland Christmas, all of those things. Um, and we do it with basically about the same volunteers every year. So. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's basically what I have for you. No more, no
1: less than last year, basically. Thank you. No. Chris. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Chris. That was simple. Yeah. And thanks yeah. for the community club. That's with me. Simpleton. I mean, Chris. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> you could have talked just a little
4: longer. Huh? I said you could have talked just a little longer. You said you needed to be quick. You've got <laughs> to call
5: Mr. again. I don't know. That's enough. I don't know.
1: Okay, we move on to the cog housing trust fund budget request
4: um and that's in your packet on page 13. um this is just something that lakeview has supported for several years um and it provides a thousand dollars to the to the housing trust fund for them to do different projects so i mean really i don't think that this isn't something that i, I think we should participate in i think that the Cog has a lot of stuff for us and um that we should, you know, provide—it's a thousand bucks to um, let them do what they do with the housing trust fund. So, I mean, there's information in the packet that tells about what they use it for. Because
1: it is five homes, wasn't two Yeah,
4: and I mean, I know there's, you know, there's money available, and usually yep. it's money that you know you have to be an owner-occupied home, and you know, there's I think some in- income qualifications, but. I know that they have money um, available and the thousand dollars is basically for our participation.
1: It's always been a good investment. Do we need to take action to them tonight? No. Okay. Put them the yeah, it just goes into, I just put it in the budget and go from there. We, we just have a couple more things if you guys want to sit around that's fine, if you don't that's fine. I just want to give you, you an want to, opportunity.
4: You know, have supper before you go caucus.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, Lakeshore Drive Project Pay Request Number Two.
4: So basically what they're asking for is the retainage on the project. Um, they seeded it and different things um, for the you know fall. So what they're really um, wanting to do is, is for us to pay out the retainage on, on what has been kept on it.
1: Motion to approve. I'll say <clears throat> a second. No call. So yes. Waltman. Yes. Frank? Yes. Jensen? Yes. Okay, administrative report.
4: Um, obviously, um, Jason, I'll touch base on it a little bit, but pretty much the last week or so, we've been working on snow. Um, we've had a, a few equipment failures, um, in that, some of them were fairly. Quick fix. Some of them are going to be in the process of getting fixed. We've got a plow that broke its connection to the truck, so that's going to have to get welded. Um, but we had, you know, some hydraulic hoses that um, blew off. If anybody noticed on what was it last Tuesday or Wednesday when we were trying to plow snow, we had a nice trail going up down the street uptown. Um, so. We certainly have a gem in Lester being able to fix fix those in a pretty quick manner um, and most of that stuff. Um, we also, um, I don't know, we broke something else on Saturday I think that he was able to get fixed.
6: Power steering light on the yellow truck, blue.
4: So yeah, I mean we just, you know, a few things just the equipment and it's just a matter of, you know, it's cold, it's very, very cold and stuff doesn't, you know, when it's cold we all don't move as well and neither does the equipment. Um, The community center um, update. the bid packets did go out last Tuesday. Um, Feenstra and Kay, um, Kim will be making an addendum, um, especially I think on the electrical side of this week. They're just trying to button up a few things that they had left loose. Um, One of them was making sure that we didn't need a fire suppression system and we don't. Um, So we confirmed that today and um, a couple of different things that um, they've been asking about. So I think there's an addendum, but all of the packets, I think, went out to all of the contractors that had requested them. And then it was also going to be publicly available as well. Um, I think we're still on the timeline of opening them up on the 25th of January um, with us looking at the bids on the 29th um, of January. So that's in process. Um, I did have a phone conference with John Danos with um, Dorsey and Whitney last week. and I'll have a conversation with um, a financial advisor as well because that was what was recommended about combining a couple of our you know, potential debt issues so that we can get the best possible um, interest rate. So if we were going to do one, we might as well try and look at everything and see the best bang for our buck on an interest rate if we're going to go out and do some bonding. Um, the interest rates are supposed to come down a little bit this year. Um, so I worked on that a little bit. Um, I am I've been putting together the water report you don't have it tonight just because I've been waiting back to hear on um, from the financial advisor on where potentially you know he's kind of forecasting where we should go with water rates um, I am in the positive thought of that we're going to have to increase them just because of the future projects that we hold with the well the water tower water pressure issues and all of those kinds of things um, but I'd rather do a little and space it out then try and hold off a whole lot longer and then we have a big huge chunk um that we have to make up for so we're just trying to come up with a good recommendation with that um i've also been working on um a salary spreadsheet um, to kind of look at where the union contract is you know supposedly going to go and those kinds of things you know so that we kind of have an idea of what salaries are going to look at like and that put that against the budget, so that that has information for you guys. Other than that, I don't have um, really. When we get onto a budget work session, um, because of some of these other pieces and the way the weather has been, I haven't had a whole lot of time with Jason and I. He's been focused on certainly the weather, so um, we haven't been able to go through a lot of stuff that we had wanted to go through that we had planned last week. So. yeah. put on the back burner. When we this well.
6: Yeah, you guys will have a couple of long nights. Jason, you got got something to give us other than snow? Alright, we fixed and cleaned the chainsaws. We took down the Christmas lights at the campground. We cut a couple trees. Worked on a hydraulic leak that's on the grappler um, for the trees. We had a meter at a residence that wasn't working again. Um, Pothole and an electrical line. Some pre-planning for some service, how we're going to get the service for the community center where we're going to set our transformer. Um, how we're gonna get it over to where it needs to be without having to cross uh, what I believe is called the boulder section? They own that other section of property right there. Okay. So we don't have to cross it. Um, a of, uh, snow, snow, <laughs> snow. <laughs> uh, hooked up another residence service. Uh, attempted to do a locate with so, snow on the ground. That that's a fun thing to attempt. Um, okay. This goes back to okay. the <coughs> prior to the snow. We emptied the trash cans on around town as we were told they were full. Filled the brine tank, brine the roads. Ordered fuel for the generator at the wastewater plant. Um, uh, found yeah. where water was leaking and running on McClure Street. So on the top of our clear well back there you see the big silver thing, that's called an aerator. That is a mandatory requirement per our uh, water permit. There's a portion that comes out of the clear well and then the aerator sits there. There's a 10 inch, what I call a high max, high max coupler. Well every time the aerator runs, water is going like this out the, because I'm pretty sure the gasket on there is gone. Well. You can't just change that high max out. You have to have a crane to lift that to get that high max out. Teresa and I did talk to Viking, um, who are tower people, and they fix stuff like this to get a price on cleaning the clear well, which was part of the current budget. And why we were at it, we brought that up to him to see if that was something that they can handle. And it is he's working on getting us a price to see what we can do. We do not have equipment big enough to do that. Um so uh, we actually took some insulation and some plywood and a little heater and covered up the openings underneath in between the legs to try to keep that from freezing and causing a bigger issue. Um, so if you do look at the side of the clear well, it's either running water down it or it's a giant icicle um, and then snow snow um, we did blow. A hydraulic line on the backhoe about four o'clock today that Lester's going to have that off first thing in the morning he'll be up in storm lake at storm lake hydraulic to have that new hose replaced and rebuilt are built because they're the only ones that have the fittings that we need and hopefully we'll have the backhoe up and running fairly soon in the morning um, we still got piles to move very lost now <laughs> and we gotta push that snow up down at the campground. So, if it happens again, uh, we have a place to put it. (laughs) So, the boys are tired. Um, They're all pretty close to about 75 hours or above for just last week. Um, We've been coming in at four o'clock in the morning and working our rear ends off, Um, but, that's what we
3: get paid to do. Thank you, Jason. We're I have sure got a, a question and comment, and I talked to Jason about it yesterday. We got the road grader sitting there, and nobody's qualified to, to learn how to run it. We got two gentlemen in town that are retired that have both volunteered to come on board and help us out, and put somebody in that maintainer would free. The trucks up to do something else or the manpower to do something else it'd be just a part-time gig for them to help our employees and i think that maintainer would move a lot more snow than what the trucks do that's something we should consider Jason said the V plow isn't on the front of it right now. Like for going around the lake, that would be very beneficial. But you know, the thing probably hasn't been started for like, two years. We started about every month. Do you get started? All right. well, great. Yeah.
4: I mean, the only concern that I have with that. I mean, I guess. I mean, I have concern with going around the lake. When Jason and I drove it around today, is like people have. I want to say, what do we call them? Driveway markers or. You have property markers that are like right on the I mean on the road. I was like, we can't get the one of the biggest problems is is we can't get snow pushed off of the road. We can't take, you know, like the the wing and and get it so that a lot of times like how when the you know trucks are driving down, you know, my my paved road in front of my place, they'll go by through it with the plow and then later on they come by and they, they push it off. To the side so that you still have, you know, you, you can get it. I don't know how we're going to even get us beyond a one lane. We have no place to put the snow is is the biggest problem. You know, we've got one lane around the lake. Um, I think it's going to be a challenge for us to be able to get some of that snow pushed off, you know, onto you know, different places where, where it needs to go in order to get us, you know, get it opened up more um, around yeah the lake is is a challenge we were even out at the wastewater treatment plant they I mean, that's completely except for them driving through the ditch on one side i mean that's completely blown in that we haven't been able to get it on you know unblocked um
0: yeah, isn't there an easement on either side of the street we have the right away right but, they but they where they've got easy, i mean if,
4: if we were to push that snow all of those yard markers are going to be gonzos i mean they're they're know we're getting
6: stopped by a resident because we hit them now well, and yelling at us for it and we're like sorry and we continue on we try to be as polite yeah. and politically correct as we can Right, oh right. Um, we've
4: got a couple of, of mailboxes that we you know we're going to replace because we were trying to get closer to the curbs and so we, yeah. we, we and then, and that
0: stuff those, happens right? and when, yeah. when we do hit a mailbox we
6: do need to replace it, but that's what's gonna happen. It happens every year. Right. You know. And and I will say this from a personal and this is my personal opinion, and I will tell you this is also talking to my guys. I do not particularly care for the greater It's not my cup of tea. I think it has a purpose in society and doing stuff. So. I do not believe it has a purpose in the size of our town. That is my personal opinion. If I am told that we will run that thing you guys are my bosses i will do what you tell me to do however i think there's better options out there you know a payloader and then we talk about the piles and stuff like that i think a payloader with a snowblower would be so much better and we could not have to do the piles we could fill the trucks as we go i think that would work out at i can't can't remember the name of the road. I call it Lester to Trent's mom's road. Um, <laughs> I, I get confused. <laughs> out there, I think on a situation, even out there like that, something with a blower, we can push it and we can get it out to the ditches. I also don't think we're going to tear up our roads. You know, some of our asphalt roads, we hit that with that belly blade on there. We're going to peel it like a banana not saying that anybody that is qualified to drive that thing it it happens i know personally i would probably do that because i'm not very good at that (laughs) because i don't know how to run it but i think we have better options with what we're dealing with currently with the amount of snow that we got we need stuff with buckets and i have two i have a I have a skid loader, which is a real pain in the rear to try to load a truck with. And then I have a backhoe, and that backhoe is running nonstop. Uh, We filled all of our equipment up. We've been filling it up every single day. And when we go fill up, we're on E. Uh, We've spent a lot of money in fuel because we're going and going and going. And we're doing all this with one man down compared to what we'd normally have in previous years. I think we need something with a bigger bucket, which would make things quicker, with the option of a snowblower or a blower of some particular sort. That is my opinion. At the end of the day, you guys are the bosses and I will do what I am told to do. Sometimes (laughs) reluctantly. We don't have the
1: money now or back over what the the guys are making
6: here.
2: So, well, I
1: mean, what's the main the,
2: state,
6: what would be the, the worth of the maintainer? <coughs> mean. I I would be purely guessing um, but I know when we bought it looking at the one sheet that we have I think we paid 20000 for it I would assume we're probably a little bit below that I, it's a 1986 We put 12000 bucks in the rear end here a few years back
4: the biggest concern I have with the maintainer is usually the maintainer or road graders, you know, goes out on straight paved roads, gravel roads, not necessarily in town or around corners and those kinds of things. Um, you know, any, I guess anybody in the profession that I've talked to that does city streets that aren't large city streets questions the efficiency of the maintainer without it being. You know, doing damage to our under streets. You know, catching on manholes and different. You know, different things that we that we have. Um, yeah, I mean, I would have to look into see what our insurance. I'm sure we could probably put some, add somebody to the insurance. You know, to run it if if that's what the council were to decide to do. Um, I don't know that it would actually free us up to do anything else other than what we've currently been doing. Um, but, you know, I'm certainly, you know, if the council wants us to look further into it, we certainly can.
1: The one problem is we saw Bill do it for several years. Jack, exactly. before that, before that, they used Long. Yeah. Long did it. They all did it.
4: Yeah. I, well, and I think the wear and tear on our city streets has. Has probably shown some of of that use of the of the maintainer, and it's it's only its its purpose is only good for a few things. Where uh, some other pieces of equipment might be more broad broad-spectrum in our ability to do other things um, with a little bit more power. Because I mean, I guess the biggest thing is the backhoe. Now we had to pull that off on doing some stuff to go out and replace a transformer because somebody was out of power Friday night. Um, and so Saturday morning, we had to pull the backhoe and take it to that project to get that taken care of where if we had, you know, a dual, another piece of equipment with a bucket on it, we could have been still loading snow and taking care of, a, you know, dual projects. But again, you know, I guess these are Jason and I's recommendations. I mean, certainly the council, you know, I've not been in an experience where a maintainer was used on city streets. Um, anybody that I talked to whether with a county or with a city why, why do you have a maintainer but that's just you know if it's been used in the past um, and it's been used effectively I guess it's not necessarily one that we shouldn't at least take a look at again but I know that at least Trent has said since he's been here it's never been used
0: Jason would you be able to come up with um, like a t-chart in in your opinion a t-chart on the benefits of the maintainer and what all we use it for and the benefits of a backhoe or not a backhoe but a loader Mm -hmm. and what you would use it for all the things and uh, it's obvious what we use a snow blower (laughs) for not to blow leaves (laughs) Um, but if you could come up with some type of a t-chart and your guys' work environment and stuff because, you know, that's an area where you're the expert and I'm not. So, um, like a T-chart showing the benefits of each. Absolutely. And and then if we were to get a loader somewhere or whatever, a nice used one or a new one or whatever, I mean, not saying we're going to do it, but just so we have an idea of cost,
6: a new loader right now from CAT is about $269,000. A new snowblower on the front of it is 69000
1: Okay. That's brand new. That's, that's exactly,
6: <laughs> we don't have to have new. Yeah. I'm not saying we need new by any means. Yeah. <laughs> just just so you have just, a reference point. Yeah,
0: like a reference point is all I'm asking. Yep. new and or used, um, just so we have an idea. And maybe if we traded the maintainer or sold it, um, you know, look into that. Um, but, you know, the most important piece would be a T-chart so we can see yep. this okay. is what we're going to benefit from if we do, if not, you know. Um, I will have that for our next council meeting. You guys are the ones that use it, not us. And again, thank you very much for your help over the weekend um, with the EMS call. And we sure appreciate everything that you we did. We're here to serve everybody, so yeah. I, um, for anybody Del, you didn't boy, know did uh, we the had EMS week. call Saturday morning and these guys were there to help us with it. It's blowing snow colder than the Dickens. Um, we had one of our city plows help us get all the way up to Sac City without any issues and stuff. And um, that was just a tremendous help,
1: and I appreciate it. Okay, let's move on to the
5: budget session. Step yeah, nine,
4: pretty much, we'll have more next week, so. That's, that's it. it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. You guys can all go <laughs> well, that was a great office. number eight.
0: Mine's not all bad either. <laughs> I like number nine. I make a motion to adjourn.
1: Second. second. Lead adjourn. Thanks for coming, ladies. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for a great job.